to Make More Money Without Selling Your Soul with me, Polly Lavarello, Evergreen Marketing Expert. This podcast is for you if you are an online entrepreneur who's looking to simplify their business to scale. On this podcast, you can expect to hear regular talk about wealth, about selling, and about well-being. Because I believe these three core fundamental things are pivotal to your growth moving forward. Hello and welcome to Make More Money Without Selling Your Soul with myself, Polly Lavarello, evergreen marketing expert and cushy business pioneer. And this week I am talking about how to create a body of work. Now you might have seen the title of this podcast and thought, what on earth is she talking about? So let me explain. One of the things you may have noticed if you've looked at my website, polylavarello.com, is that it's a heck of a lot tidier than it used to be. My office suite is beautifully laid out and so clear for anybody to understand what is the, the right thing for them. And what that has created for me is spaciousness. And I don't just mean around me physically, I mean my mind is so much freer. Like the clutter that used to be there, the mental clutter is gone. And that is something I wish for so many business owners because one thing I see a lot of business owners having in common is that sense of overwhelm. That regardless as to whether they're starting out or or regardless as to whether they've hit that multi-six figures, seven figures, This sense of needing to create more offers all the time is exhausting. Feeling the need to kind of be creating something new is really tiring. And ultimately, when it comes to marketing a business, there is an element of needing to create new things. The whole nature of marketing in and as of itself is that there are trends. There are trends that are really popular that people are really into. And then people get bored because they're seeing it all the time and it's no longer novel. And so we have to pull something else out the hat. So there are parts of online business that will never, ever stay the same. (laughs) And there are parts, you know, there's elements to running an online business, which requires us to evolve and adapt. You know, look at reels, for example, look at how face-to-camera reels were doing really well until everyone was doing face-to-camera reels. And then suddenly B-roll was really popular and, you know, Soon enough, I'm sure B-roll will go out and there'll be C-roll. I mean, I don't know. I don't even know. I'm making that up, C-roll. I don't even know what C-roll is. I don't know what B-roll is. I know what it looks like. But (laughs) But the main point is it's evolving. It's changing, right? In the same way, we're seeing launches changing at the moment. You know, people used to do that standard kind of launch model. And nowadays, we're hearing a lot more about experiences. And we're seeing it a lot more. We're seeing a lot more people doing things like inviting you into their mastermind for the day or going on an in-person day. Or like people are finding new and inventive ways to invite people people into their group offerings, dependent, of course, as to the nature of what those group offers are, um, to keep it fresh, to keep it interesting. And and for you yourself as a business owner, you also will get bored of your own marketing if you're not keeping it fresh. So what I'm saying here is we've got enough pans that we're already frying. We've got enough plates that we're spinning all the time as a business owner that you don't need to also be doing it with your offer suite. And actually, there are far more strategic ways to ensure that your offers are already selling and feeling fresh without needing to reinvent the wheel each time. And that is what I mean when I talk about creating a body of work when it comes to your offers. Because also beyond the fact that it's gonna remove the mental clutter, it also helps cement you as an authority. 
Um, there's nothing you can do faster to slow down your sales and slow down your business growth than to keep on reinventing who you are to your ideal clients. You know, if you've got followers who are like, oh, the self-love expert has now become a business mentor, who's now gone back to being a self-love expert, who's now gone to being a trauma-informed coach. I mean, if you can't keep up with all these new evolutions, and really sorry if you're feeling called out right now listening to this, but if you're doing that all the time, People aren't going to trust in someone who doesn't really necessarily demonstrate a trust in themselves. Um, so if you want that brand authority, if you want those book deals, if you want those PR features, if you want to be that person invited into summits, if you want that person, you know, st stood on stages and all the other things, or did I already say stages? But you know what I mean? If you want that, if that is part of your legacy, beyond legacy, let's just say, you know, like ultimately it's what allows for a sustainable and scalable business is your robust brand authority, then people need to think of something when they hear your name. Like when people hear my name, they think of Evergreen. When people hear your name, what are they thinking of? That's really, really important. And one of the things that can bolster that, of course, is having an offer suite that is connected to that transformation, connected to that reputation. If people think of you and they go, oh my gosh, that woman is such a maverick with marketing, then create mavericky offers for them that help them you know, embody some of that for themselves. If they're interested in you, chances are there's a bit of how you're doing things that they would love to have for themselves. How do you invite that? And how do you invite them in for that? How do you give them a taste of what's possible? But anyway, let's get back to this. So a body of work and what does it mean for you? So let's break this down into three reasons why I'm a huge fan for choosing your offer suite and sticking to it. Number one, like I mentioned earlier, brand authority is going to make all the difference. And the two are like a kind of little ecosystem of keep on growing your brand authority, keep on growing your sales. You know, like the two are very hand in hand. Like the more people have success working with you in that particular space, the more it will cement your brand authority. The more your brand authority is well known for being particularly amazing in a certain area, the more easily you'll sell your program. So it's it's this beautiful, like sell, like it's this beautiful kind of circle where just it's all feeding one another. It's just so easy, yet so many people miss out on it because they're constantly reinventing who they are and what their offers are and who their ideal client is. Um, and they're doing it from a space of, I'm not seeing the results fast enough. And it really doesn't need to be that way. You know, it really doesn't need to be that way. Most of the time people are just being impatient. If you're doing anything new in the online business space, it's not unusual for it to take minimum 90 days to start to see any results from it. You really need to look at your online business like a farmer would at its land. You need to recognize that at a certain stage you are sowing seeds. You then need to recognize the seeds are germinating and, and, and they will grow and they will flourish. And by the time that they are like really in full bloom, people will look over and go, ah, she's got it easy. Look how easy it is for that person. They share a post and they get a gazillion likes and loads of comments or loads of sales, but they don't see the journey that led up to that because they probably weren't even like on their periphery at that stage. Okay. So understand that none of that for anyone ever comes out of nowhere. There is always the groundwork that led up to that moment for them. So be prepared to put in that groundwork yourself. Understand that when you are putting your name on your offer and allowing it to be your signature offer that people won't fall in love with it as fast as you have. And that's okay. This is a time to be trialing and testing your messaging and finding out how you do get to position it in a way that people fall in love with it sooner rather than later, right? Um, so that's number one, it really cements your brand authority and in cementing your brand authority, you'll also equally make more sales. Win-win friend. Um, number two, 
mental clutter. Like I say, you will not have that same level of mental clutter because you won't be juggling, oh God, what does my next offer need to be? You won't be distracted by what other people are creating for their offers because you've got your own unique offer suite. And more beautiful than that, when you have a really carefully curated offer suite, you'll have something for people at every single level. Your ideal client, regardless of was whether they come to you deeper into the journey or earlier on, you will have a direction you can send them in. So you'll be converting the majority of inquiries that you get are amazing. <laughs> so that's reason number two, to have that as your body of work. And reason number three, so one, more sales, more brand authority. Two, less mental clutter. And number three, Number three is actually a really important one. Have you ever paid attention to the most successful seven-figure business owners in the coaching space or those who've gone from being a service provider to having a group coaching program or mastermind? They, they go under different names, but they're essentially the same thing, kind of doing it in a slightly different way. What do they all have in common? Do you see them changing their offers all the time? No, they may change the name of their offer. They may change how they position it, but ultimately the offer is very much the same thing. Can you see how much less work is, is involved in that? Can you see that what I'm sharing with you is obviously valid? You know, otherwise, why isn't it that so many other really successful seven-figure, eight-figure coaches aren't constantly reinventing their offer suite as well? What you will find if you look really closely at their business, that chances are they may occasionally pull out tiny bits of a chunkier program and sell it as its own standalone offer. They may take the first step of a larger program and sell it as its own standalone offer, but they are never reinventing what it is that they support people with. They are rarely reinventing their program and instead perhaps positioning it slightly differently or inviting people into it slightly differently or naming it slightly differently or speaking to a different part of their following, uh, you know, calling out, for example, I don't know, the spiritual people in their following or the marketers in their following or whoever it is. There will be ways that they will play with it. Sometimes it's national. If you look at people like Denise DT, she's got promotions specifically for Brits and discounts specifically for Brits and I'm sure different things internationally around the world. So there are very different ways of doing it, but ultimately it makes sense. So if you are somebody who's been hustling their way to six figures and you're wondering, how does this ever get to feel easier? When will this start to feel good? And if you're struggling to see the wood for the trees because this is how you've been up until now, my invitation to you is to look at what does my business look like when I'm building a body of work? And what's beautiful about this is that this extends well beyond your offer suite. It extends to how you create your content. When you look at it as a body of work, rather than this one post must get 100 likes, then how different does that feel? When you recognize you're playing for the longer game, not the shorter game, the ease, the creativity, the playfulness that comes through in what you're doing is so much more pronounced and so much more magnetic because it infers this underlying trust in what it is that you're creating and, and what it is that you're doing. And that is magnetic because people don't want to be signing up to work with someone who comes across erratic or not in trust or not trusting that what they create is good enough that they're having to reinvent what they're offering all the time. When you can stand by what it is that you do, and find new ways to intrigue people to want to work with you in that same capacity, that is a sustainable way of doing business. And not just that, a way of doing business that you can hang your hat on. One that when someone interviews you and says, tell me who, it is, who you are, what you do, tell me how people can work with you, that the answer flows easily. 
where your media bio then becomes a walk in the park, where you're about, in fact, just writing in general, any content creation you do, once you look at it all through the lens of a body of work, will become infinitely easier. And that comes from a really solid understanding of your unique positioning, which if you listen to next week's episode, I shall go into in more depth um, because that's all I'm going to share for now. But yes, I hope that has opened your mind to look at how you create your content, how you create your offers differently so that you are creating real impact in your industry, really standing out as an industry authority and really importantly, making more money as this podcast is called. If you found this episode helpful, if it has helped you reshape your relationship with your business, with your content, with your offers, with how you do work, please do share with more business owners. I'd love for it to reach as many ears as possible. Another great way to do that, of course, is just dropping me a little rating below this podcast. And that's it. Thank you very much. I will be in your ears next week talking about whatever I said I was about to be talking about. (laughs) See you then.